It's snacking and get cracking with a snack that packs a protein punch. Pistachios are known for their protein power, fiber, and better for you unsaturated fats for a combination that may help you keep feeling fuller longer. Wonderful Pistachios is a good source of protein with zero gill. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. I love that they come in a variety of sizes and flavors, making this the perfect protein snack for any on-the-go adventure. Check out wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more about how these little green wonders can power up your day. Welcome in, everyone, to the Flow Track Podcast. I am Kevin Sully. He is Gordon Mack. Pen Relay's preview show today. Gordon, how you feeling? It's the mega preview show. It's not just a preview mm. show. It's the mega, mega, super duper preview show. We are going to be focusing on this pod primarily on the distance side of things because we have a fuller picture of the fields in those events. Now, remember, we're going to do another pod on Friday on site where we'll be able to give you insight into any of the fields we don't talk about today. So uh, we're going to go through 4 bytes, DMR, 4 by 15 4 by mile We're also going to sprinkle in some of those individual events too because as you mentioned before, there's some good 5,000s, 10,000s steeple. Obviously, people are looking forward to that Women's Olympic Development 600 featuring a Thing Mo and Ajay Wilson. and and I want to talk about the high hurdles. I know we said mostly distance, but we are going to talk about the high hurdles. Um, as you're listening to this, Gordon and I are on a plane or already in Penn. And let me just tell you, it is lovely here. It is absolutely splendid. Second time in my life going. First time to the meet. It's beautiful out here. Love it. I was looking at the weather for Philadelphia, and I think it's going to be three straight days of no, no rain, which is very yes. rare for for pen relays. Normally, one of the days, get a downpour of rain. It looks like we're going to have three straight days of sunny. So, be good weather for the Thursday evening and Friday evening of distance events. So, that should be mm -hmm. good. Maybe get some great good times for a lot of these East Coast schools trying to throw down fast college marks. Mm -hmm. All right. So, as I said, we got a lot to get to. We're going to focus on the distance side with this preview with a couple exceptions just because we have those fields and we're going to go in somewhat of a chronological order we can mix in individual and team as well too so let's start first with these championship of america races friday 1 p.m college women's distance medley featuring byu gordon they're going to be in action a lot over these couple days in, in Penn. They're going to try to rack up. You know, they have an option to get three wheels here. Um, what do you think of this women's DMR field? It's a great field. I mean, all of these uh, distance fields are great. You got Ole Miss there in the mix, BYU, Virginia, Indiana, Georgetown, North Carolina, Villanova. Don't forget about a Wisconsin in the mix, Penn State. They can throw down a good DMR. But overall, uh, you know, a lot of these teams qualified for NCAAs in the DMR at indoors. Um, Ole Miss has a great miler. We were actually were out at Oxford, Mississippi when we filmed the men's workout. We also filmed the women's workout, which will come out later in the year. Uh, so the women for Ole Miss are fit, similar to the men. And I think the Ole Miss women are going to be a challenge for BYU. BYU, though, has a little bit more star power with Courtney Wayman and company. Um, 
But uh, it's going to be a good race. I, I think the interesting thing here for this one, which we'll kind of get to when we look at all three distance events, is the DMR is first. The 4x8 mm-hmm. is second. No, no. It goes DMR Friday and then 4x15 mm-hmm. and 4x8 on Saturday. And likely some of the top stars are not going to run all three distance relays. So yeah. there could be an opportunity where you may think you're going up against an A squad of BYU in one of the events, but might, you might get the B squad and you get the A squad in a different one. So mm-hmm. when it comes to kind of comparing who's going to win, Ole Miss, BYU, uh, the North Carolinas of this world, like who has the best roster, it's going to be kind of hard. Uh, but I think in this situation, I kind of like – I mean, I said this on the podcast uh, on my – NCAA track and field show. I kind of like Virginia. I think they are a sneaky upset pick here because Virginia has the NCAA leader in the 1500 and Mia Barnett, who mm-hmm. Barrett, excuse me, who ran 411 on our, in our home in a home meet this past weekend. So you got a 411 1500 meter runner. I kind of like your chances to win a DMR. So I like Virginia's uh, chances to get an upset win here in DMR. Did I share my Google Doc with you where I have no. Virginia circled and candidate for a breakout star is none other than Mia Barnett? Well, I do because I was looking at the same stuff you were. I, were look, I was looking at the fact that at the Virginia Challenge, she ran the NCAA lead. You go back to indoors. She was on a squad that made that final. They have all those same women. They could use them here again at Penn. I really like this team from Virginia. However. Let's not overcomplicate this. Let's not get confused. If BYU runs the A squad, this is BYU's to lose. You could go Courtney Wayman on anchor, NCAA 5,000 meter champion, indoors. And she's won a bunch of other titles too, but just as most recent season. Claire Seymour, runner up in the 800. You got her. You could use her. And then you have Lauren Ellsworth, who's run 201 seven this year. So those three, you work around the 12, eight, and mile legs. That's going to be tough to beat. The Seymour, Ellsworth, Weymouth trio is tough to figure out. But you're right. If they do shift people around, it could get interesting. It could get harder for BYU to win. But I think of the, full, of the three races that they're entered in, this is the one that's the, the easiest path to, to a wheel for BYU. No easy wheels, but this is the easiest of the three. Because you go into the 4 by 15 and then you have Arkansas, and then you have NC State, and then you go into that 4 by 8 last race, opens things up, 800, stretching some people's limit in terms of the distance going that far down. So I think this is BYU's best shot, so it wouldn't surprise me if they put that A squad out there just to secure this victory. Yeah, and it's the first one, too, so you get it out of the yeah. way, right? Yeah. Um, the 4 by 8s and the 4 by 15s are both on Saturday, so... But I do like Virginia's chances. 411 is mm-hmm. no joke here. I mean, th- yeah. there's not a lot of women out there in the NCA who are running that fast. So if she's uh, clearly fit, I can, I can see Virginia finding a way to get the win uh, and mm-hmm. giving Vin Lanana uh, a title here at Penn Relays. Mm-hmm. And watch out. If Vissa runs anchor for Ole Miss, she's been pretty good too. So watch out for, for Ole Miss. 
Let's go to the next race that day, which will be the college men's DMR, 2 p.m. on Friday. Wisconsin, Ole Miss, Indiana, Arkansas, North Carolina, Nova, Georgetown, Virginia. Ole Miss, I think, comes in as the favorite. They got the mild champ in Garcia Romo. They have Rivera, who is third indoors in the 800, one of the best half milers in the country. But just like we talked about with the women, matters. Personnel matters. You know, they're only running two relays this weekend on the distance side of things. So we don't know who's running what quite yet. How big of a favorite do you think Ole Miss is? And who do you think is the best candidate to upset them? Well, they're the favorite because they got Mario. Assuming that they put the NCAA mile champion on the anchor, you're the favorite automatically. And they obviously have great stars in their first, second, third leg. But I do look at this field as a very deep. I mean, this is NCAA championship caliber all the way down through Virginia. It's good. I mean, Georgetown and Villanova, they got great milers. We know Georgetown. They got Jack Salisbury, who has experience here at the Penn Relays, uh, kicking, uh, not kicking down, but preventing. Almost not kicking. Almost getting kicked down by Drew Hunter, which actually, low-key, he might have actually won and no one wants to talk about. But that's for another story. Bring that up in the pod on Friday. Uh, but Arkansas, they got a Moan Kemboy on that anchor. Indiana's got some great milers. Wisconsin mm-hmm. just threw down incredible 1500s at the Oregon Relays. So mm-hmm. all these teams have legit, you know, 355 potential on an anchor. Yeah. So they're going to be able to match Garcia Romo. Promise Garcia Romo can go to that next level, can go to the 352 range and maybe mm-hmm. one of these you know i think kemboy of arkansas is the best shot i mean he's run 13 in the teens so you gotta think his 5k strength should be able to propel him to be able to put down a good mile but uh old miss is the the favorites but i don't think it's going to be a blowout i do think it's going to be close and i do think there's going to be at least three or four teams in it with you know two laps to go and what do you think their strategy is Ole Miss coming in as the favorite. Do you think they're content with it to go slow and just stay with the pack and let Mario Garcia Romo close? Or do you think they're going to try to press things from the gun? No, nah, I think they're going to be content. I think they're just, it's all going to be about positioning. Like if you have Garcia Romo on your anchor, you don't need to give him a lead. You just need to get him mm-hmm. in the front pack. So I don't think, and a lot of these guys, you know, they're going to be thinking, Oh, we're coming back and we're doing the four by eight the next day. We don't need to kill our legs. So it's going to be all about setting up Garcia Romo to have the opportunity to just win a 1600, right? That's what he's like, hey, hey get, mm-hmm. get me into a 1600 meter race where I'm in it and then turn this into a very simple four lap race as opposed to a 12, four, eight, 16 race. Mm-hmm. After that, we should mention, too, got a lot of high school races as well. So check out if you want more in-depth coverage, go to MileSplit. All the high school coverage is over there. All the high school coverage you could ever want, basically. Um, got some 4 by 2s some sprint medleys. By the way, an aside, I love the sprint medley. 2248 is awesome, and it should be run more. That's just, that's just my opinion because the 800 is exciting. They're not going to chill. It's not going to be like a DMR. You're not going to have a person have a five-meter lead in an 800 and then just immediately give it up and then jog for a lap and a half. They're going to keep going, which makes the sprint medley fun. So that's like 
one of my favorite events to watch. I hope we have at least one awesome finish there. But let's go to that night section, Gordon. And we got some individual races, and then we have the the four by mile attempt. So you have the some Olympic development eight hundreds there. You have some steeples, which Mason Furlick just ran at at the Oregon Relays. So credit to him, he ran fast too for coming out to Penn back to back weekends and running steeples. That's going to be a good good steeple race there with Isaac Updike among others. Like that's a pretty solid field. Um, and then we have the the four by mile and the five and the 10. Um, excuse me, we don't have the five and the, we have the five and the 10 on Thursday. We'll talk about that in a second. Um, what's kind of your non four by mile highlight from that evening session? Do you have one? Yeah, I mean, it would have to be the steeple. I mean, you talked about it. If we bring up the steeple um, start list led by Updike and Furlick, Ed Trippus, mm-hmm. Trippius, Trippus? Trippus? I'm sorry about saying your name wrong. From Princeton. He's good. He could be potentially flirting with an 820, maybe get close to a Mm -hmm. collegiate record. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I mean, Don Cabral came from that Princeton um, training. I mean, it was under a different coach, but, uh, you know, Princeton's had some great steeplers in their past. Uh, They could potentially put together a low-key Great steeple. We haven't had a lot of great steeples yet. And it's mm-hmm. coming up on May, you know, maybe now's mm-hmm. the time we start seeing the best steeplers out there start throwing down some great times. So I'm excited most for that men's steeple at 825 on Friday night. Mm-hmm. And yeah, for like I mentioned, quick time, 823 in in Eugene to beat Anthony Rotich by a little over a second. So maybe he can go faster than that this week. All right, let's talk about this four-by-mile attempt featuring the On Athletics Club. Um, Oliver Hoare, Tom Elmers. Um, I'm looking at the updated list right now, Gordon, and Jordy Beamish is not on it. It's Ben Flanagan and then Joe Klecker. So in our interview, Oliver did not mention that. You're going to need to call him back, get him back on the line. Um, how do, I mean, I think that obviously is, is a big blow to them, taking out Jordy Beamish. Yeah, but what has what has Ben Flanagan run recently in the shorter events? I'm gonna look him up. All athletics, uh, season's best. So, okay, he just he ran a three forty four, um, at the Jesse Owens track meet. Mm-hmm. But I think that was against Hobbs Kessler, and I think he beat Hobbs Kessler. Did he beat Hobbs Kessler in that race? No, he got – what did he do? Yeah, he won that race, and it was – he was doing a double. So he ran that, and he also ran like a 156-800. So it's nothing too crazy. Oh, actually, he did a triple. So he did a 5K, a 15, <laughs> and an 8 all in a two-day span. Maybe it was crazy. So, so you can't really too, put too much into the uh, the time. His lifetime burst best is from 2018 where he ran a – 357. Now that was, you know, a long time ago, but as recently as 2021, last year, he ran a 754-3K and a 1325K. So mm-hmm. you have to think he can throw down at least a 359, right? Which is all you need. You really need just 
your your third and fourth stars to run 358s and 359s just to give Joe Klecker and Oliver Hoare a chance. So, I mean, obviously you would want Jordy Beamish in there because Jordy Beamish is definitely more of a 1,500-meter star than Ben Flanagan, but, hey, you never know. I mean, clearly they brought Ben Flanagan off the, the bench. They saw him run his 344-1500 and said, sign on up, man. We need you. We need you to go for a world best, and we'll see what happens. Yeah. Well, the challenge here, you got to go, you got to average those 357s. And when so if you put a four out there, you need to counter that with a 52-53. And to ask two people to do that is going to be tough. You saw Cooper Tier do that. But to ask, if you have two guys who are right at, at four minutes, then the challenge becomes pretty great. I also think a key person in this race is um, are the athletes from the other teams. Like how Colby Alexander, for example, running for the Empire League Track Club, like can they – I don't know what leg they're running. I don't, know, I don't know how they're matching this up. But basically, can they give some – can they push the on team, right, to a quicker split? Um, but things obviously change. Hoare was very – uh, with Oliver Horn in the race. He was very confident. When you said, if it's 12 on the clock, do you think you can do it? And he said, yeah. If he's able to do that, then that changes it. Because then it's, all right, we just got to get four-minute average here. And I think four-minute for everybody is certainly doable. But I would have felt a lot better about this if Beamish was on the roster. Even though Beamish probably would have forgot that it's a record attempt and just done enough to win. And he would have split like 409. And they'd be like, no, 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 not that, Jordy. We needed you to run as fast as you could. Don't just win. Killer kick, though. Yeah, and Tom Elmer, who's also kind of a, a newer name. He's from Switzerland. He's 25. He ran 338 in the 15 last year. So mm -hmm. um, you have to think he can, you know, put himself in it to run a 357, 358. You know, if we mm -hmm. can get non-Joe Klecker and non-Oliver Hoare to, like, be four seconds under eight minutes, yeah. that would be amazing. Like, two to four. Two to four seconds. Four at the best, two at the worst. That's what you need. With this, yeah, but with this lineup, I'm just saying it's going to take a Herculean effort from Klecker and Hoare, and Hoare in particular, to get the world record. So if it happens, this is, it's going to take an all-time performance from yeah. Oliver Hoare. He'll put a statue of him at the on headquarters if he's able to pull this off because I don't know if it was injuries. I know it was the situation with Morgan, but like this this isn't the, the ideal group. Obviously, we know that because we had him on the podcast yesterday and he wasn't mentioning this lineup. And if they're still able to do it, it's because he went crazy in this race. Or as he said yesterday, he just saw a lot of organos out on the track. And got incredibly motivated to run fast. Because I think that's what it's going to take to pull this group to that fast of a time. Yeah. You say they need to put a statue for him in a Swiss headquarters. They just need to change it from on athletics to Oliver Hoare Athletics. So o Oliver instead of O-N-A-C yeah. or O-N, you just make it O-H. O-H-C. That's a bad joke. Don't, don't. Let's strike that from the record. 
Strike. I don't think it was a joke so much as an observation. I thought it was good. Colt, you're the humor judge. How was that? One to <laughs> <laughs> you oh, thought man. it was funny? Colt's really good at this fake left. That was an amazing fake No, seriously, Colt, I want to know. How was it? It actually yeah, wasn't, that, it wasn't that bad. It was fine. It was fine. Yeah. Don't, don't feel bad about that, Gord. You're good. Okay. It's a podcast. That's what podcasts are for is bad jokes over an hour. That's true. That's true. And I was serious was about the true. statue thing. That wasn't a joke. They need to plan construction of that if, if, he, uh, if he's able to help them pull this off. All right. Let's go to should we go to Saturday now. Uh, what about Thursday night? Let's go back to Thursday. All right, let's go back to Thursday because we're on the topic of individual distance events. I'm mostly looking here, Gordon, at the women's 10 and the men's 5. Is that where your eyes go towards? You know, my eyes go where your eyes are. So you just tell me where to weird. go and, I'll, and I will follow you into the, into the void. <laughs> well then, let's start with the men's, men's 5,000. Yasin Abdullah, who is the anchor leg, or uh, Texas is uh, is he- I guess you would we say he's headlining this race? Is that fair to say? Yeah, he's he's gone from walk on to headline, like just like that. He has, he has one great kick in a DMR indoors, and now all of a sudden he's headlining a Penn Relays five k. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, and and listen, I think he can win this race. Obviously, um, there's some other guys in in this field who are capable but abdullah's an exciting runner who's improved a bunch so um, i'm interested to see how he does on this stage the women's 10 features uh grace forbes um from rice who i know you talked a lot about during cross as someone someone to watch who put together really good cross season yeah, she's kind of, she's always been under the radar, you know. Uh, she's been consistent, you know, under the radar. Maybe this is a moment to have not only a win, but potentially, you know, a top mark out there that you start thinking, can Grace Forbes win the 10K? Because right now, the mm-hmm. women's 10K, no one has taken it by its horns. I said mm-hmm. in my track and field show podcast, I was like, <laughs> I think Caitlin Tui could win the 10K. If she tried, if she wanted to, but like, I don't think she will, right? She's probably not. I think I ranked her number one in the country in my NCAA rankings. I think I have Caitlin mm-hmm. too. He's the best 10K runner. But like, no one, there's not a like a woman out there who's really kind of owned it right now. I mean, it would have been Mercy Chilenga, but I feel like just Chilenga's off kind of her, her high from a few years ago. So it's kind of like, if someone can go out there and run a legit time. Yeah. You, know, you could. Have like a breakout star star in this event. Well, right now it's is it, it's Lauren Gregory at the top of the list. I want to say is that correct? She ran know. at Stanford. Yeah, it's Gregory thirty two, thirty four, and then Mazadowni. But Gregory is the type of person where you're just like, okay, you're taking a big talent from another, and it's kind of similar to Tui, right? Like big talent from another event, and then putting her. In, in the 10,000. So I think that's a, that's a smart call um, for them at Arkansas. I'm looking. I don't even know. Has she ever even... Was that her 10,000 debut? Basically, okay. I think a lot of people are seeing this. Yeah, it looks like it's her, that was her 10,000 debut. I think a lot of people are seeing what you're seeing, which is that 
event is open and let's shift some people around to try to see what we can get out of it. But, but with Forbes, you have someone who's already been in the event before, um, has a lot of experience, has had a lot of success and, uh, we'll see what she can do at, at Penn, um, in, in this field. I mean, she should, she should win this given the composition of the field, um, on, on Friday night or on Thursday night, excuse me. Um, anything else on that Thursday night section to jump out to you? Um, no, it's, I mean, the, the hurdles are actually kind of good. The men's born to hurdles, mm -hmm. William Spencer of South Carolina and Quivel Jordan of Houston. They both run 49 seconds in the hurdles. So low key, that could be pretty good seeing two, uh, 49 second orange meter hurl guys go at it. Um, women's so as well too. Yeah, and the, the women who's who's on the, the women's? Uh, women have women have um, Rachel Glenn of South Carolina and Jessica Wright of Howard. So Glenn and Howard. So Glenn is ninth in the country right now, and um, Wright is eighth. So they're right next to each other on the descending order list. They've both run um, mid fifty sixes. So two top ten national hurdlers in the women's field yeah and then the women's 5k nicole Feegans, joyce camelli dominic claremont and maria howlett of nc state sydney Thor thorvals thorvalson so you knew of arkansas so pretty good women's 5k overall i mean obviously a lot of these college individual events on thursday night it's really just setting up for you know, some of them may be coming back and doing relays, but a lot of it's kind of one-offs from these big relay schools to kind of get a time qualifier for NCAAs. But, you know, all, all these schools, the Villanovas, the Wisconsins, the Texases, all these schools, NC States, they're all focused on putting together their best four for a four-by-eight title or a DMR title or a four-by-mile 1,500-meter title. Mm -hmm. Should we go to Saturday? Let's go to Saturday. All right. Time travel. Sure. As, as Penn Relays calls it, it's Toyota Day. Toyota. Saturday is officially Toyota Day at the Penn Relays. So on Saturday, 12.30 p.m., Women's 4x1500 College Championship of America. Best Circle this one. Night. Best race of the day. Of the meat. Some even might call it the day because it's at 1230. Yes. That's basically the day. Sorry. So you have BYU potentially coming back from already winning the DMR. You have NC State. You have Arkansas. So you have the last three cross-country champions. You have the last two DMR champions in that group as well. And I think Arkansas, this is the only distance relay they're running. Same thing with NC State. We don't have the rosters yet, but I assume they're going to put everybody they have into this one relay. Additionally, you have Villanova, Ole Miss, Georgetown, Wisconsin, Indiana, North Carolina. Also in the mix. Four by fifteen. This this could be this could be exciting. This will be exciting. I'm not even going to say could be. 
This will be exciting, Gordon. And it's deep. I Do you yeah. think that this race with Arkansas, BYU, Ole Miss, NC State, Nova, throwing to Georgetown as well, but mainly those top five, Arkansas, BYU, Ole Miss, NC State, Nova, could this result in a potential national record? Or so I was thinking record? the exact same thing. Tennessee, it's the same thing, national record. And, yeah, but then you look at the splits. 419, 419, 419, 6, 410. And that's a solid team. Chanel, Bryce, Phoebe Wright, Rolanda Bell, and Sarah Bowman. So a lot of star power there in that squad. I guess it all just depends on who runs, but you got to have, if you're looking at this blueprint, you got to you know, have four women under four minutes and 20 seconds in the 1500. You look at the yearly list, not to say they can't do it for the first time, at Penn, but that's going to be tough, isn't it? I don't know. Is it? So, I think it's. Well, let me look at let me look at NC. Let me look at NC State. I'll just pull up NC, NC State, State for example. These are NC State's top four runners: four twelve, four fifteen, four seventeen, four seventeen. All right. Well, I take back what I said. Then I think it's possible. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's that's NC State. Let's look at Arkansas's uh, top four. Runners, give me a second. They are 414, 416, 418, 422, but that is without Lauren Gregory running. Yeah. So Lauren Gregory clearly can. So they have basically similar 14s, 414, 416, 418. Okay. What I think it's BYU? possible. BYU. I should have came more prepared with these lists. Uh, no, this is good. This is Colt can edit all this. This is what he Edited lives in for. Post. Yeah. So BYU, 412, 413, 415, 416. Like, Does that include Wayman? Of, that's with Wayman running 412, yeah. Okay, but here's the thing. the You also need – if we're just going to compare this to the Tennessee team from 09, it was three 419s and then a 410. So you can get to it a bunch of different ways. I don't know if anybody's going to close in 410, but maybe you don't need to because all no. the splits that you're laying out would be you know, 415, 416, get, get it that way as opposed to a bunch of 19s and then have just one superstar take the baton. Yeah, it's possible. It's possible. All those teams are incredibly deep across the board. When I just, at first glance, didn't think it was a possibility, but it could go down. And I guess it just depends on how much racing they're doing. Are they really going to get after it? Or is each leg going to turn into a tactical 1500? Because if that's the case, they don't really have a shot. But if they get after it from the gun and everybody has a solid lineup in, this could be good. Yeah, I mean, the the key is those first three legs. If they all... Instead of they all going out and running four twenty threes, they all go out yeah. and they run four four seventeens, mm-hmm. and that they all are pushing each other. You're just setting yourself up for potential to have a seventeen oh eight, and you know have a, a Courtney Wayman versus Caitlin Tui versus Lauren Gregory anchor leg, mm-hmm. where That'd be awesome. They all run like four ten. Why not? It'd be crazy. Yeah. 
I think you're right. I think when it comes to the college distance side of things, this is the race of the meet, men's, women's. This is the race of the meet. Um, the men's four by mile, which is after that, at, well, there's a little bit of a, there's some sprints in between, some four by ones in between. One uh, ten p.m., college men's four by mile, championship of America, Wisconsin, Texas, Georgetown, Nova, North Carolina, Virginia. So Ole Miss is not in this one. They're going to go DMR and and four by eight. So that does leave some opportunity here. I'm inclined to think it's going to be those first two teams I mentioned between Wisconsin, based on just how they've done the past couple weeks. And I think Texas is going to be in the mix. We saw their depth indoors. Now, do they have enough milers to pull it together? We'll see. But with Abdullah, with Carroza, Gomez, et cetera, they're going to be very, very tough to beat. Yeah, I thought Texas would have went all in on like a four by eight, you know, with Jonathan Jones, mm-hmm. Ismania, mm-hmm. like Crane Carrozza is a great 800 meter guy. Like they had a, a way to put together a really good four by eight, but, you know, I feel like this is a good challenge for their distance guys. It's like, hey, let's see if we can go all in on the four by mile, go up against the best of the East Coast, go up against a good Wisconsin team, and just right. let's go all in on one event. Let's fly across the country. Are they are they are they flying with us? Are we in the same flight as University of Texas? Because they live next door. We'll find out. By the time people listen to it, we've already found out. I'm looking at their. I mean, their roster is pretty solid here, because you mentioned Bismana too. Why not? Right. Yeah. Why not? Have, why not have him in there? They got a lot That's of options. Easy. Yeah, who, what are their uh, top indoor mile times? I'm going to bring that indoor up. Indoor mile times? So they yeah, ran sorry. Cruz Gomez, 357. Yassine Abadala, 357. Creighton Carroza, 357. Busy Mana, Yusuf, 359. They have Brendan Herbert, who's run 359. So they have five guys, all sub four milers. You know, they're, 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 they have an opportunity. They're... They're going to put themselves in there. And, you know, I think if Abdallah can anchor an incredible DMR, I can sure see yeah. he can anchor an incredible four-by-mile here. So should be interesting. Well, you got him in the um, – you know, they aren't – it is surprising they're not running the DMR. Well, they probably are thinking since Abdallah is running the Thursday night 5K. Gotcha. Or 10K. What's he running? 10K or 5K? 5K. Five. They probably want to give him an extra day of rest before he comes back and runs the four by mile. Yeah. I'm just thinking they have so many people to use. They could have legit come up with two, te- almost two teams or at least a team and a half where you would, ha- you could minimize doubles because that's how, that's how deep they are. Let's keep moving. So what's we're on Saturday just to recap here. Clear today. And. Let's see, where were we? Where were we? Here we are. Okay. College men's. Oh, then we get in some individual events. Do you want to talk about the individual events now? Or do you want, do you want to do the four? Let's do the four by eights first. And then yes, we'll come back to those individual events. All right. So uh, BYU has that chance for three for the women if they pull off that four by 15. Um, this is at, at 2.47 p.m. on Saturday. Indiana, BYU. Penn State, Nova, Ohio State, Virginia. So 
by this point, they'll be well acquainted with each other. And then on the men's side, I would just say that Ole Miss has got to be a pretty solid favorite um, ahead of Georgetown, Penn State, Indiana, Nova, et cetera. How do you see the four bites going? Yeah, Gary, I think BYU is the best 800 meters squad, especially if they throw Wayman in there. I'm sure she can run a fast 800. They had the NCAA runner up in the eight and Seymour, a bunch mm-hmm. of women who could run good two oh threes or betters. And then in the men's four by eight, um, I think it's almost is the favorite, but I do think that Georgetown and Indiana can challenge. I think they I think a lot of these teams can find one forty eight guys off the street. I think one forty eight guys grow on trees at the pen relays. And so I think a bunch of these teams will have 148 guys to keep a minute. And the big difference maker will be if you throw out a 146 leg mm-hmm. to kind of get that separation. Yeah, or I, Rivera's case, 145. Yeah. Possible as well. Uh, I'm, and Baylor Franklin for Ole Miss has run 147 this year. You just you don't really have any questions about Ole Miss. You know exactly what they're going to bring to the table because they've already done it this year. So that's why I, I'm i leaning towards Ole Miss in this race. All right, individual events. So you got that window there from, let's see, what time does that window start? Do you know what time that window starts? Actually, it's already in that window. Um, Olympic Development Women's 1500 Elite. I'll just run through these. Um, Lipsy's in there, Anna Camp Bennett, Whitney Orton, Danae Rivers. Uh, then you have the men's mile, Jonah Kowich. And, and you know who's running this race, Gordon? My boy, Festus Legat. Your favorite runner in NCAA history, Festus Legat. Uh, hopefully you get a chance to interview him. I know you were really focused on interviewing Allison Felix to figure out when her last race is, but I think you should take some time. Make sure you chat. With your favorite runner, Festus Legat, and explain to him why he's the key to Iowa State's team title this year. If he just scores in three events, he can do it. He can do it. Don't count him out. Okay. Uh, women's 300 elite entries aren't out yet as of this recording, but Allison Felix is going to be in there. Um, we believe men's 300, uh, Will London, Marcus Washington, Miles Pringle, Devin Quinn, Tevin Richardson, Machine McDonald. Uh, but women's 600 elite is really the marquee event from this window because Gordon, this is a, this turned out to be a solid field because when one name gets announced, you always wonder, well, who else is going to be competing against them? And then two names are announced and you're like, all right, well then who else is going to be around them? And with this women's 600 field, it just kept getting better and better and better because you have a thing, Mo, Ashley Wilson, Natoya Ghoul. So it's three of basically the top five 800-meter women in the world right now. You have Olivia Baker, who just made World Indoor Team. Nia Akins, who's been a perennial U.S. finalist. Uh, Sadie Henderson, Jasmine Frey, and the high schooler, Sophia Gararian. So just storylines all over the place, no matter where you look here. I think Mo has a good shot at the fastest time in world history, a.k.a. the world record, even though the 600 is not world record of 121.77. I want to see Ajay Wilson and how well she uh, competes against Mo. 
I love this race. I love everything about this race, Gordon. Yeah, I mean, you talk about the world record, but you also can talk about a level below that, the American record. I mean, Ajay Wilson mm -hmm. owns the American record. The thing yep. Mo might break her record in a race against her, which is pretty cool. Uh, and Ghoul is notorious for going out hard in races. Mm -hmm. This is going to be... This, this is, is a good fast. one to go hard in. This yeah. is going to be good. Like, Ghoul's no joke. Wilson has shown that she's back into her normal form after her world indoor performance. And then Mo, who just ran a 202 at Baylor, but it was very windy, and I'm sure she went out slow and just kicked for the win, won by like three seconds. Mm -hmm. um, she, we know she has the speed in her legs with her 4x4 four four splits lately. So I think it's going to be great, and I think she's going to break the American record. I'm not sure about world record yet, but American record, for sure. Mm -hmm. Guess how many yeah. times Mo and Wilson have... So it's going to be great. A lot of hometown love will be there. It's going to be good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Guess how many times they've raced against each other. Like, been in the how same many? race. How many? Four. That's all. Well, you know, I think Mo's pretty young, right? She was in high school yeah. not that long ago. So Yeah. But but I, I just want to see it more. I think it's... We need to strike while the iron is hot here. Um, yeah, I guess it's 2-2 when they've actually raced against each other. Tiebreaker. I think this Here is the first 600 they've run against. This is the tiebreaker of all tiebreakers. This will decide the legacy of both women. <laughs> Whoever wins the Pendulies Olympic Development I think... Women's 600. I like how they call it the Olympic Development. Uh, I don't think a thing that was into development of Olympics yeah. anymore. She's she's, she's developed. developed. Whatever. What's the level past Olympics? Because that's what a thing Mo needs to develop for some sort of Olympic galactic achieved. games. Where galactic development, competing, competing against people from other planets. I mean, she's, she's the world. She's she's conquered the world here. So is there I like some galactic sort of... development eight hundred? Yeah. All right. Coming up yeah, next, but... the galactic development eight hundred. Put her in that race. I think we have like aliens. I think she's running. gonna get. <laughs> I think I think she's gonna get running around the track. She has better four hundred speed than Semenya, and we haven't even seen the last of Mo's four hundred speed. I don't think she's only a tick behind her in the eight. I think the record's gone. I know I'm. I've been very bullish on records recently. But I think I think we forget um, how good she is at the quarter, and how much better she would be if she raced it even more. Right? Like, what's the alternate reality where she runs it at trials and then the Olympics? I'm not going to say oh she would have beat Shawna Miller Weibo, but her PB certainly would have been better. She could have run faster if she's chasing a woman who's running 48 seconds. Don't you think? Yeah, I mean, I think she can break it, but, you know, it's just hard to, like, understand the mentality that an athlete's in. Like, if she were to come out and say, hey, I'm going to break this record, I would say she's breaking it. Yeah. But because she hasn't said that yet, I kind of don't want to, like, assume greatness. Here's why I'm assuming greatness, because it's the thing, Mo. And everything she did last year was great, and she went faster than – if there was a prediction contest for every single one of a thing Mo's races with an over under, 
like I and and someone had the ability to time travel and like set the set the over under at one one hundredth of a second slower than she ran, I would have picked over every time. Like I did not think she was gonna run that fast at trials. I didn't think she was gonna run that fast at the Olympics. I didn't think she was gonna run that fast at pre. I didn't think she was gonna run a four hundred that fast at NCAA's. I didn't think she was gonna go that fast indoors. I thought she was gonna be great, but she went to a whole level beyond what I thought she was capable of. New year, different setup. I understand different approach, but I still think she's just got another at least half a level to go up. And I think having this amount of competition is going to be really good for her. And this is just the perfect distance for a thing, Mo. This is is it. This is the distance that you would want to put her in. And you'd be like, man, I wonder how fast she could run a 600 in. Now, it's not as if she's out of place in the eight or the four. No, she's great at both of those. It's not like, oh, she's a tweener. and, And, oh, man, that sucks. Too bad there's not a 600 event. She'd be great at that. No, she, she just, it would just add another event where she would smash everybody in. So, yeah, I think she's going to get it. Um, I'm curious behind her how those places look. That'll be fun. But I, I think she's going to reset the record. And uh, it's going to be fun to watch. What's next? Uh, preview. We know, I know how we said the 4x15 four, the four is the event of the meet. But I do think we do actually have the real event of the meet. Well, before you do that one, I think I know where you're going with that one. Before we do that one, though, um, the high hurdles are pretty good. Yeah, high hurdles are good. Sydney's running in the one ten, not the one ten, the one hundred hurdles. See her back in action. Um, It's kind of been, you know, it's been a quiet front in the four hundred hurdles, both the men's and the women's side. Right, we had mm-hmm. overload of dopamine mm-hmm. with the uh, Sydney Delilla um, and Rye Benjamin and Carson Warholm just like throwing it down. I mean, I guess maybe this dopamine will come back in May and June and July, but it's yeah. kind of been like the quietest, you know, event after being the loudest event for the past two years or past five years, four years. So it's good to see Sydney now back on the track. She scratched out of that weird DMR record attempt uh, during mm-hmm. Boston Marathon weekend at the, the New Balance indoor track. So mm-hmm. seeing her come out here to do a hurdle, a 100 hurdle, be good. And she's good in the 100 hurdles. She's improved her 100 meter hurdle time. So like, yeah. she could make a U.S. final in 100 meter hurdles if she wanted to. Twelve sixty-five is her personal best, and this is literally the first time she'll have raced since Tokyo. Didn't do anything indoors. Didn't do anything post Olympics. This will be the first time she races post Tokyo in the the women's one hundred meter hurdles Olympic development section on Saturday. And she ran a bunch of these races last year in the lead up. Remember, we we're wondering, man, she's running more high hurdles than low hurdles. What is that going to mean? Oh, it's going to mean she's smashed the world record. And get the gold medal. That's that's what it ended up meaning. We figured that out pretty quickly. Men's side of things, this field's real deep. Uh, headlined by Devin Allen, thirteen point one two. He just set the world lead um, in Annapolis. But let's look at this field. This is Saturday, two seventeen p.m. You have Omar McLeod in there uh, as well. So a good battle between those two guys who at their best are both metal contenders. Yeah. And also, you know, it's going to be a McLeod versus Allen show, but Jalen, Mick, uh, Jalen and Nicholas, 
McConaughey and Nicholas Anderson, they're both legit. They could run in the 13 fours at least, maybe even the 13 threes mm-hmm. to kind of push Allen and McLeod to, you know, battle each other in the 13 twos, 13 ones potentially. Um, and I'm excited for Devin Allen. I mean, the fans are going to go wild for him when they announce him as Philadelphia Eagle, Devin Allen. It's pretty damn cool. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be, and it's NFL draft weekend. So people are going to be, have football on their mind in the city of Philadelphia. They're going to need to have football mm-hmm. on their mind after what's been going on on the hardwood with uh, their basketball team. But that's for another day. Oh, speaking of that, I'm going to be a mess on Thursday night during the distance races. <laughs> I'm going to watch a now, basketball game I'm on the not, side. I, so I was so conflicted last night. I'm watching this game, and I, I, I don't want the Sixers to win, obviously. You know my position on that. But I want you to be able to chill this weekend. And I don't know if I can yeah. handle you or you can handle all this stuff going on when we're literally in the city. We'll literally be in the same city. So yeah. you're going to see stuff too that's going to trigger you. So I don't know how this all nets out for me emotionally. I don't even know what I want anymore because this is going to be, this could be an all time. Like there may not be a podcast next week. I don't know if people realize this. There's like it may not happen. I may never see Gordon again after the Frank the show. on Saturday night. The show's well, over. Colt, this I don't know. We'll do. yeah. yeah, this actually well Friday. Well Friday, Friday will know. No, Friday could be better, right? Because well, I know, but we'll know more at least on Friday whether or not we need to yeah. prepare, get our belongings packed up. If I need to put the microphone in bubble wrap, or you put it on eBay what I need to do because I'm, I'm just concerned. I, I just, I, I'd ask, are you going to be okay? I'd ask, are you going to be okay? But I know exactly you're not going to be okay. So if you tell me you're going to be okay, you're just going to lie to me. So yeah, I'll just, I'll just say fingers crossed. It's so crazy. You can be, one win away from something and had three opportunities and you feel like you've already lost. It's just crazy how that happens. <laughs> uh, yeah. For those who are new to the podcast, I'm a big Sixers fan, a little too big of a Sixers fan and they're not doing too well in the playoffs and it's kind of getting embarrassing and it's taking over my brain. Anyway, let's not talk about that. We're, we're, this is a track and field podcast. Let's end this track yep. and field podcast with a preview of, like I said, the most important race. Yeah. Yeah. You know where I'm going? I don't think you do. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I've, I've known you long enough. I know where you're going. You're going to write the, the corporate DMR? Oh, I thought you were going to say the Masters. No, um, I'm going corporate DMR. Oh, it's the corporate thought, DMR. I, that's right. The corporate DMR. All right, so that's on Friday night. All right. What's, uh, before we click on this, though, what's our future sponsorship situation? Um, are you, am I going to say anything that's going to ruin sponsorship? All right. Nah, no, you're fine. You're fine. Or just have so, should we have Colt do this? Because we can blame it on so, Colt. Yeah, just, blame it, know, just blame it on me. For those who don't know, uh, local, local, local corporations, some national, I guess, but corporations that are based in the Philadelphia area, they run a DMR with their, their employees at the Penn Relays. And On Athletics team actually has their corporate people running. I know, I know Steve DeCoker. De he's a bit, he's a big uh, one of the main like a uh, marketing type guys at on. So I'm excited to see him run whatever event he does. 
But you look at this. You got Toyota, General Electric, Whoop, Merck, Vanguard, mm -hmm. Susquehanna Internet, Susquehanna Group. Uh, what else do we have? Mm -hmm. um, Children's Hospital of Philadelphia, Ewing Cole, yeah. Airmark. Airmark, low-key. Interesting what they do. Their probably pre-race meal is going to be on point because they work for a, a food vendoring mm -hmm. company. Um, yeah, yeah. But I was trying – I, I kind of like – the team I like most here is Merck, which is Hip E. They have two teams, Merck A, because one of their athletes, Elizabeth Chikatis, I hope I said your last name right, she's a former Penn State athlete. So she has experience with the Penn Relays. She graduated, mm -hmm. I think, in 2019. So she's only two years or three years removed from her college fitness. I'm going mm -hmm. with Merck for the win. You know. That's okay. First of all, bold move by on to move Beamish off of the main four by one so he could run the corporate DMR. <laughs> I like that strategy. It makes it makes more sense. The the pressure is on on. Let's yes. be clear here. The pressure running company. <laughs> is on on because they are running company. Now, hip D, whoop, they're gonna have the most data. True. They're gonna be running. You're gonna see them checking their bands. They're going to be making mid-race adjustments. Will that help or will that be too much info? I don't know. It's, I'm, I'm not sure. Vanguard. Vanguard. They're just going to be steady, right? Yes. Index funds. They're not going to go too high. They're not going to go too low. I mean, if, if there was Bitcoin in this, in, if there was a Bitcoin company, you know, they'd be all over the place. We wouldn't know how to do it. But Vanguard is going to be steady as she goes, we can assume. GE is a huge company. So they have to have a lot of people to choose from. And in fact, I have on good authority, you almost had to try out for the GE team. You had to do like a time trial. I don't know really? the whole process to, to prove fitness. Yes. So they take this that makes me lean. That makes me lean a little bit towards GE. But you mentioned Merck having two teams and Toyota having, well, Toyota has three teams. Now that I look at it, um, National Fitness Partners. See, that's a con that's an intriguing name, National Fitness Partners. But I, I don't know what type of fitness. Mid distance, yeah. shorter distance, weightlifting. What do they have? Also, They're located Children's in Hospital Campo, of Pennsylvania. Children's Hospital yeah. of Philadelphia. You know they okay. work long hours. Are they going to be tired? But you don't know. A lot of a lot of in shape doctors though. And nurses and hospitals. They're on their feet a lot. They're on their feet. Personnel. Yeah. Ewing Cole. What is Ewing Cole? Sounds like a rapper name. <laughs> Ewing <laughs> Cole. Construction Engineering. You should know that. Okay. Um, should know. Located in Philadelphia. All right. This, so I, what, I'm, what, I'm legitimately excited. What's my podium? What's podium. Yeah. Top three. My podium is going to be – I'm going to go GE1, Mark 2, Whoop 3. Wow. On, not even making the podium. I'm, I'm going with – there's a lot of pressure on On. They're going to need to perform. I think On's going to win. I think uh, Toyota gets second. 
and I think GE gets third. Colt, what's your analysis of this? Whoa. Okay, guys. So Toyota's sponsoring the event. Let's keep that in mind. Let's keep that in mind, right? I think yes, Toyota yeah. A Financial is going to be trying a very, very hard to get the top of the podium here. Um, Toyota A. Uh, I don't know. Probably Toyota A. That's my, my guess. And then I'll go Whoop 2, Vanguard A, Bronze. Vanguard? Have you heard Ooh. of Have you heard of all these, Colt? Have you heard of all these companies? Um, Not really. Like Vanguard and Whoop, yes. Toyota, yes. But past that, no. Grow Intelligence. That sounds interesting. Software company in New York, according to Google. Oh, AI. All right. So that could change some things. We have an AI company in there, Gordon. We'll be getting analytics up in this DMR. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe they should artificially created a runner. What I want to know is who signed an employee to a 10-day contract so they could win the Penn Relays corporate challenge. That's, that's what I want to know. I want to do some investigating on that. Yeah, and uh, I was trying to look up what um, USLI stands for. I didn't know if that was like United States uh, like lacrosse intelligence. I don't know. I was trying to come up with like a sport. I thought it was like a sport yes. franchise, like U.S. Soccer League, you know, yeah. international. So it's a bunch of great soccer players, but it's not. It's just liability insurance. So okay. they're not going to win. They're just they're just gonna they're, they're just not going to take any them. risks. They're not going to no take risks. any risks. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. I, I mean, it's going to be fun. I'm excited to see how On does. I know they're, they have the pressure because, mm-hmm. you know, they're, they're literally, I'm, they're, they're like, we are the opening act for the On team running the four by mile that night for the world yeah, record. Yeah. And so they got to put out good vibes. And if they go out there and put up an egg, an Easter egg, or just fail in DNF, yeah. it's not going to look good. Like, you, you do know that. Oliver Horn, Joe Klecker are going to be watching intensely for how they perform, kind of keen off of it. You know, they probably might even warm up with them. So it looks like, based on the roster, every team has three men for the most part and one woman. Is that the requirement? I mean, somehow. Yeah, I'm sure it's at least one. I'm sure you can do three women and one man. I think it's just at least one woman one. to be on your team. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. And Elizabeth Chicotas, what she ran distance? Yeah, she ran distance at Penn State. Let me see. Um, it's pretty good PB. She, she ran. She ran a four forty five mile, sixteen oh four five k, nine seventeen three k. I hope mile. all the. I hope all these teams put some time and some money into awesome jerseys. That's what I want to see. Because I want to see the possibility where professional track and field actually has awesome jerseys and maybe the corporate challenge can pave the way. I'm talking loud colors. I'm talking about distinctive designs. I don't want to see, you turn your diamond league, you see 12 guys in blue jerseys all with Nike swooshes on them. Like I want to see uh, some creativity here. I don't want to see just, hey, we went to Dick's Sporting Goods. Is there Dick's Sporting Goods in PA? Yes, I want to know. There's uh, Models is the main sporting good place. But um, okay. do you think there's going to be any fan in the stadium who's like looking forward to watch on try to break the four by mile record, get confused, and watch this on team 
in a DMR and be like, oh, I guess they're trying to break a DMR <laughs> world record. Okay, cool. Whatever. Change the plans. And they're like, wait yeah. a minute. They leave early. These are professional athletes. <laughs> and he really like his on team is like the best of the best. What are we doing yeah. here? You know, and then really, also- oh, okay, sorry. You know, Hood to Coast, that relay out here on the West West Coast, they do the, you know, you need a bunch of people for that. So there's people who aren't on a team who show up the morning of hoping to get picked up by a team. I wonder if we're going to see people outside Franklin Field holding up like 450 PB, will sign contract. <laughs> a little easier to get four people together than it is to, to run a relay um, across a couple of days. So is this all one heat? This is a lot yeah. of teams. It's fine. No, I like it. I like it. This is a – am I commentating this one? Who's commentating this one? You can if you want. Friday 7th. I guess I – yeah. I guess you're in charge of this. So all I need to do is ask you. Oh, yeah, I am. Oh, man. I need to save. Hey, Colt, uh, send me some one-liners that I can use for this because I'm going to have to talk about this for like 15 minutes. Sounds good. Give me your best insurance jokes. Oh, I'm going to have to do some research, I think. Yeah. This is good. Um. I'm going to have fun with that one. This is going to be good. Um, will I be able to tell Toyota A apart from Toyota B and Toyota C? Like, I hope Toyota A all gold, Toyota B all silver jerseys, and then Toyota C all, all bronze jerseys. That'll be good for How you. How do you decide? How do you decide in a company that big who's going to run your corporate DMR? How do you decide in a company that big who's the A, B, and C team? Yeah, that's what I, I – I have a lot of questions. We might need to bring on the winning team. Well, you're going to be doing interviews during this time. Can you get yeah, as much info? As, okay, so you got three jobs here. Allison mm-hmm. Felix, when, when is she retiring? I want to know everything about the corporate distance medley. And then the third thing was – what was Festus the third thing? Ligat. We talked about her. Just talk to Festus, Festus about your obsession of him yeah. in the 2018 track and field season. Yeah, yeah. Like, hey – well, just say hi. Give your I'll just say hi. All right. I think that's it for this that's part it. of the preview. Again, we're going to do more preview on Friday. Or sorry. Yeah, Friday. Sorry, my days are confused. So Friday, we'll discuss what we saw on day one, Thursday, but then really get into the events we didn't preview yet, which will be 4x1, 4x4, Sprint Medley, any of those individual events. Like there's collegiate hundreds and, and hurdles that we didn't talk about yet. because. The fields haven't been yet released yet as of this recording. Now, when you listen on Wednesday, they might already be out. But when we recorded this, they were not out. And we were traveling to PA during that time. So uh, we'll, we'll do that on Friday and any other news. We'll also preview Peyton Jordan, which is coming up this weekend as well, To Anything else, Gordon, that we didn't get That's to? That's it. That's it. Right. We are done. Like and subscribe. Good. Yeah, like and subscribe. Thanks to Colt for producing. We will talk to you guys on Friday from Franklin Field. Or somewhere close to it.